to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, as always, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I think that uh, we've had a lot of wonderful comments on this series. We're working on some mindset stuff this week and using one of our favorite authors, Napoleon Hill, to support all of you in your thoughts. Looking forward to maybe rounding that out. Maybe we'll have another day, but we'll see how it goes. And then I've got a few short shout-outs whenever you're ready, Tim. And what our focus is is we don't want to just take some obtuse, you know, opaque mindset stuff and like kind of throw it on you guys and think you have to sit around and, you know, around the fire, campfire and sing Kumbaya songs trying to figure out what we meant. Nope. When we tell you guys mindset stuff, it's always going to be wrapped in the idea that you're going to be taking that information, putting it into use, getting into service to other people and making money immediately. This isn't a think about plan on it, more ways to procrastinate about it. This is a get into action uh, mindset approach. That's the one of the pillars of our coaching organization is we want to demystify a lot of the Mickey Mouse that's been sold to everybody about what it takes to be successful. And guys, the overwhelming desire to be of service to other people and to um, obviously focus on improving your skill sets and to take action even when you don't feel like taking action, those are the key elements to success. It's not about a bunch of thinking about it and getting ready to get started stuff. So, Julie, you mentioned you had some shout-outs. Let's go ahead and jump to those and let's uh, pick up on our next point. Sure. Okay, perfect. From uh, Loyal, yes, that is his first name, and I love the implied kind of NLP in his name. It's a great name, Loyal Knudsen. And he says, hi, one actual conversation on the phone with a for sale by owner equals one appointment. Go Loyal. One call, one appointment. How awesome is that? And he goes on to write, it's, not, it's probably not a big deal to Tim and Julie right now, as there are many more successful beginnings in mine. But, yes, it was exhilarating and exhausting, as I previewed the home with my first unrepresented owner. The seller was just now trying to sell the home on their own after a failed closing six months ago with a big brokerage here in Florida. We had a genuine exchange, which lasted an hour, with the last 15 minutes just doing some personal talking and building rapport. She really liked me and asked for my business card. As soon as I got home, I wrote a handwritten letter and mailed it to her. I'm going to follow up on Tuesday and ask what happened with the offer that she is expecting to receive. So, Loyal, your job is to not just follow up, but go take that listing. Thank you for sharing with the uh, Facebook group. And, and this is proof. The reason I wanted to highlight this, Tim, is, yeah, you know what? When you pick up the phone, sometimes one call equals one appointment. And when you know that and you believe it, you're so much more likely to actually close on that appointment. Does that make sense? I think a lot of agents think that prospecting means you're going to drill away for 300 contacts and then, you know, maybe you'll have a few people to follow up on. But not so for Loyal. One call, one appointment. Love it. Back to you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the other thing about Loyal is um, I've I actually talked with him. He's a premier coaching client. I've talked to him on the phone before. I don't know if you knew this, Julie, but previously he was in uh, he was a pastor of some variety. So his background is absolutely positively well. I guess that's a form of sales, but his background is absolutely positively uh, not sales. And he is a brand new agent, just got his real estate license. Like I said, I talked to him on the phone before, um, and that's the same level of attention and care we give all of you guys, whether you're in the VIP program, whether you're a 
personal clients or whether you're in our premier coaching program, um, you know, it doesn't matter. Our mission is to basically be on the same mission as you guys. So, Julie, you have some more folks you'd like to recognize, I believe. I do. And this is from a long-term uh, established great coaching member, Dennis Couturier, posts. I love this post. Shows that he gets it. Uh, he says, for everyone, there is a new snake oil distributor touting their glimmering easy button. It's disguised as a means to get you REO listings directly from the lenders. Uncertain if I can disclose the name, it will come in an email to you with the subject, quote, bank listing referral. During their hour-long webinar, they're selling a list of bank contacts and scripts for just $97. Save your money. You could probably knock on 20 doors in the hour you'd sit on your hands listening to somebody promise you the easy life. And he also comments that their audio setup is uh, terrible and says that Coach Rochelle's call, Coach Rochelle does a call in our premiere series, uh, focusing on REOs, short sales, and BPOs. He says that Coach Rochelle will help you get farther in that realm than any list of names that might uh, be promised to you. And Coach Rochelle also commented that not only do we include this in Premiere, but our list is actually vetted and updated all the time. So thank you, Dennis, for you know calling the uh, new snake oil distributor, touting their glimmering easy button, calling a spade a spade there. And you know I I can speak with confidence. I don't have any examples of that. I think there's probably four or five of those types of companies, and I see everywhere from $97 to $497 to quote get you on the list somehow magically. I don't have any evidence of anybody ever actually listing an REO using those companies. And feel free to argue with me, Tim, but that's my coaching experience. So, and here's, here's the thing that's happening this time of year, guys, and happens every time this time of year. This is not new. This is not some sort of weird, you know, seasonal economic, you know, whatever thing. It's harder this time of year because all the part-time agents start coming out of the woodwork. In addition to that, all the companies that are basically the side, side the circus sideshow carnival freak types, you know, the snake rail salesmen, they come out of the woodwork too. And, you know, Julie and I overly dramatize basically the amount of calls and emails and solicitations you guys get because we're trying to make a point. You have to, and, and again, I recognize the fact with 100,000 of you guys who are regular listeners to us, not all of you realize that this is, there's a cycle to real estate that's very predictable. All the part-timers coming out of the woodwork, that's the first thing. And then, you know, what happens is that you guys are all of a sudden experiencing a lot of competition from folks that are inexperienced, have no idea what they're doing. And you compound that with all the solicitations you're getting from all these people that are trying to sell you magic, you know, snake oil stuff. It's more challenging this time of year because you have it's, – it's constant, the barrage of stuff that's trying to get your attention. That's the reason we strongly suggest – that you completely and totally go media-free this time of year and just focus on your minimum daily standards, focus on your, you know, your specific you know, mission, and don't get distracted. Don't allow yourself to get distracted. I want you guys to accept the fact that if you get distracted, if you find yourself in a situation where you're not knowing what to do and how to do it, it's by choice. In other words, you chose to be distracted because why? I just told you guys very clearly, and we tell you every single day on the podcast, just be focused on one thing. Follow one course until successful. Whether you're our coaching clients or not, put all your best energies every single day to becoming powerful listing agents. And yet, how many of you listen to our podcast, go on 17 Facebook groups, are going to some seminar this weekend, some you know, guru is coming to town, so you're going to go to some church basement and listen to him talk. How many of you guys are constantly in this mode of looking for more information? Look for it. Call it what it is. That is you wasting time. Why do I know it for a fact? Because we have told you on this podcast, 
And this is especially true to coaching clients, exactly what to do, exactly how to do it, exactly when to do it, exactly what to say. We've given you the exact path to follow. We've also proven to every single one of you that what we say works. You guys know what we say works. You know, we have just thousands of folks that basically tell us that every single year. And here's the bottom line. Some of you guys will hear this show. You'll say, that makes sense. You'll say, I can do that. And yet you're still attracted for more information. Look at it for what it is. You're just procrastinating. You're just being lazy. You're just looking for an easy button. Stop doing it. Now, so I say this. I know there's thousands of you listening. I know there's not thousands of you actually, you know, listening in the t- in the point of actually taking this information and what I just said seriously. But for those of you who are, get the here's the little thing. Here's a little secret for you. The fact that we're I just said that thousands of folks listened, and I know probably only hundreds of people actually listened, listened to the point where they're realizing they need to follow one course until successful. Uh, all that, that's the reason actually becoming successful is easier than you think because the masses of people will always look for the easy button. They'll always look for the path of least resistance. They'll always look for some sort of passive way to somehow magically get their success. They're not willing to put in the work. They're not willing to put in the time. They're not willing to adopt the mindset of service. Again, that's the reason it's actually easier to become a listing agent than you think, despite what you've been told, because so few people actually are taking the time to learn how to actually do it. They'd rather sit around and tweet or Facebook or like a page, hoping and praying that somehow miraculously they get business from that. Julie, anything else you'd like? Anyone else you'd like yeah. to acknowledge before we get to our next point? Uh, actually, I do want to point everyone who is part of our private Facebook page to something very specific. There is a great posting of a wanted your home for my buyers. It's literally like an old west. Uh, Coach Rochelle posted this. And somebody has really done this up. It is the Old West font. You can picture like Uncle Sam pointing wanted, right, dead or alive. Well, in this case, it's wanted your home for my well-qualified, highly motivated buyers looking in your neighborhood. And it's a great version of this that, uh, you know, we always talk about wanted postcards, wanted ads, all these things, because you guys are inventory starved. So, again, if you are not going to take it to the next level to find something for your buyers, you shouldn't be working with them for them. But if you are promising them that you're going to do what you say you're going to do and find them the right house, then things like this are going to take you to the next level. It looks like, and it is, looking for something for your buyers, but also extra spinoff, what you're really doing is getting more listings for yourself. So there's a great version of that posted on the Facebook page. I just wanted to highlight that and have these guys do that. Go ahead. Yes. So that doesn't get lost on the Facebook page. Why don't you take a picture of that and put it on Harris I'm going to put it on Premier. Yeah, just in yeah, case they miss that. Yeah, have your staff do it. Yeah, yep, exactly. but I thought it was okay, a, a very pretty. It's even you know on like crinkly looking paper and old parchment yeah. paper. It's pretty cool. So I'm actually anyway. going to log in and look at it while you're <laughs> while you're presenting because I'm going to yeah. see it. Like I love when people take our ideas and take them to the next level. Uh, so guys, here's the bottom line. It's normal for it to be harder this time of year. It's normal for you to have to put in more effort this time of year. It's normal for you to be a little bit more frustrated this time of year. It's normal for you to basically really have to think to yourself and convince yourself that you're on the right path. Guys, that is all the normal type of things that we experience in the spring because all the part-timers are coming out of the woodwork. So it's okay. It's okay if you have to put in more effort. It's okay if you have to put in more time. I would expect that all of you are going to have to put in probably 50% more time and 50% more effort for the next 60 to 90 days. And then what happens is all those part-timers, they go away again because they give up because it's too hard. (laughs) 
because the easy button thing that didn't work. Turns out liking something doesn't work. There's a, they, they didn't have enough money to buy another Zillow lead, so they're out of the business by, like, June or July. I mean, that's how it Never works every the, the year. the like button as the easy button, but, yeah, I think some yeah. people actually believe that. Anyway, All right. okay, so, so are, so you, guys, are look, you ready it, for 12? Go ahead. Yes, we're ready for 12, so go ahead, Julie. Okay, point number 12, we're talking about Napoleon Hill's 17 fundamental principles, the law of success. Point number 12, teamwork. Inspire teamwork. There is no record of any great contribution to civilization without the cooperation of others. Enthusiasm is contagious, and teamwork is the inevitable result. A good football team relies more on harmonious coordination of effort than on individual skill. Most people will respond more freely to a request than they will to an order. Helping others solve their problems will help you solve your own. I love that last sentence. Helping others solve their problems will help you solve your own. So we often say, and Tim, you are quoted in our upcoming book as saying, if you are not currently earning the money that is required of your goals for yourself and your family, it is because you simply have not yet figured out how to serve enough people which will create that income. So as Napoleon said, helping others solve their problems, in this case housing, will help you solve your own, i.e. getting paid enough to meet or exceed your own personal goals. So when he talks about teamwork, he's talking about collaboration, he's talking about being of service to others, and I always think on this point, Tim, about how agents sometimes uh, negotiate with each other. And the thought that some agents have that negotiating is, you know, beating the crap out of the other side, making the seller cry and all kinds of crazy things that go on out there versus the teamwork of bringing two people together to a harmonious result for everyone. So that, that's what I think when I see this point. Hopefully these guys get that. Yeah, so on to number, Yeah, on number 13, adversity and defeat. Learn from adversity and defeat. Everyone faces defeat. It may be a stepping stone or a stumbling block, depending on the mental attitude with which it is faced. Failure and pain are one language through which nature speaks to every living creature. You are never a failure until you accept defeat as a permanent and quit trying. Edison failed 10,000 times before perfecting the electric light bulb. Don't worry if you fail once. Every adversity, every failure, and every unpleasant experience carries with it the seed of an equivalent benefit, which may prove to be a blessing in disguise. We often say to you guys, when you come to us in coaching and you're recovering from some financial issue or you're just getting started and building it out, whatever the case may be, you know, it's not, you know, temporary financial challenges. Don't make it a lifestyle. It's a temporary situation. And I think that that's what Napoleon's talking about with this adversity and defeat. It all gets down to your mental attitude, whether you're accepting it as permanent and quit or whether you're looking at it as temporary and forage forward. What would have happened? I mean, can you imagine if Edison hadn't failed 10,000 times? What if he gave up on, you know, his 900th time? Maybe we'd all still be in the dark. That would stink. Julie, anyway. doesn't, this all go back, doesn't this all go back to – um, the mantra of it's too soon to tell. I mean, really, mm-hmm. that point, if you think about it. Yeah. I think so. So long-time listeners, you guys will have heard us talk about this before. I'll just touch on it. The best, the, the quickest way to burn yourself out is over-celebrating your victories and basically overwallowing in your defeats. That's the quickest way to burn yourself out. You are not physiologically designed to have uh, the huge highs and the huge lows that often are accompanied with being a commission salesperson. Okay, That's just not how you're designed. So it's a mindset. It's an approach to basic success. It's an approach to, uh, to failure, uh, and it's, it's too soon to tell. Now, a lot of you guys will get wrapped up, and I don't want to label things as failures, and that's fine. Whatever it takes, 
the point is, is when you have something that pushes you back and you allow it to continue to push you back to the point of failure, that's a choice. Replace with it's too soon to tell. So if you have something bad happen today, opposed to saying that was bad that happened today, say, you know, it's too soon to tell. Maybe there's a lesson there therein that I have yet to figure out, or maybe in the future I'll realize the importance of having that experience, even though in, in, versus had you labeled that as a bad experience, that was a horrible experience. I don't want to think about it anymore. The, what, you have, uh, what you are intended to learn from that will never be learned, and you'll have to experience that over and over again versus it's too soon to tell. By labeling it it's too soon to tell, you're not labeling it good or bad in your head. You're just moving on. And the same goes with successes as well. Always remember, guys, write that down. It's too soon to tell. Congratulations. You just earned a million dollars. It's too soon to tell. Oh, I'm so bad. I'm so sad for you. You just lost a million dollars. It's too soon to tell. You guys get the point? There's a lot of power in that, keeping your emotions between the lines. Next point, Julie. So true. I remember taking what we thought, you know, always beautiful new listing, probably price rate. Too soon to tell. Let's see what the market says, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Okay. Right. So number 14, creative vision. Cultivate creative vision. Creative imagination has its base in the subconscious and is the medium through which you recognize new ideas and newly learned facts. Synthetic imagination springs from experience and reason. Creative imagination springs from your commitment to your definite purpose. Imagination recognizes limitations, but creative vision sees no limitations. Your imaginative faculty will become weak through inaction. It can be revived through use. The man who dipped a chunk of ice cream in chocolate and said it's Eskimo pie made a fortune for the five seconds of imagination it took to create the idea. So creative vision, I think, is something to use in your daily life, but certainly looking at real estate, especially for those people that say, well, I'm not really a passionate salesperson. I just don't love the business. Remember, your job is to love what the business creates for yourself and your family and what you can do for other people by being of service. Keep it clear on that. And then use that action to have a creative vision of what you can do, be, see, and have as a result of your great hard work. I mean, that's how I translate it. I, you know. Feel free to add to that, Tim, but I'm trying to make it, no, you no, know, no isn't always or, practical, but go ahead. No, no comment. I'm just thinking about an Eskimo pie still, if you want to be honest, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> Yum. But, but, but no comment, that's right. But no comment, I think you, you nailed that one. So let's go to the next point. Action. I think we can actually get through these today. Eskimo pie. Mm. <laughs> okay, so number 15, maintenance of sound health. You know what? That was really mean for him to make that the next point, isn't it, after talking about Eskimo pie? I think that's kind of – I don't know. I'm going to write a letter. Okay, so maintenance of sound health. Maintain sound health. <laughs> I'm going to go yelp about this, Dagnabbit. Okay, to maintain a positive mental attitude and develop a healthy mind and body, you must conquer fear and anxiety. Anything that affects your physical health also affects your mental health. A positive mental attitude is the most important quality for sound mental and physical health. Exercise produces both physical and mental buoyancy. It clears sluggishness and dullness from body and mind. If you haven't the willpower to keep your physical body in repair, you lack the willpower to maintain a positive mental attitude in other important circumstances that control your life. I think that is so true. How many times have we seen in coaching when people finally get control of their health, of their nutrition, of their workout, you know, having their, at least going towards their ideal weight. Miraculously, you guys also get better at things like lead follow-up, follow-through, prospecting, 
consistency of marketing and, you know, everything seems to come together. And I have this theory, Tim, that it's actually the same part of your brain which controls discipline. So when you are disciplined about your health, your nutrition, your, you know, physical strength, not to say that everybody's running a marathon tomorrow, but that you're actually working on it and taking control of it. I find that the most successful agents and maybe the most successful people in life have that part of it figured out and are at least working on it. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. You know, it, it actually, you're reminding me of an email I got from somebody who was pissed off, basically, because we were talking about the fact what we're what you just said, essentially. And of course, you know, on our podcast, we weren't as elegant as Napoleon. But I mean, one of the things that we said was, hey, if you're if you're not in, you know, either getting in good shape or in good shape. People have a right to judge you as being slovenly, and I just said it again, so I'm going to get some more emails. Actually, if you guys want to comment negatively on that, it's julie at timandjulieharris.com. <laughs> but the truth is, is, yeah, if you are slovenly, if you're not consciously working on your physical behavior, people have a right to jump to a lot of conclusions about you and the services that you're going to provide. Because it is assumed that if you look, if you don't look like you care for yourself – People are going to say to themselves, I guess that means that they're not really going to give a crap about how they treat me either. Because if they can't have, yeah. if they don't have the respect for themselves and how they treat their own bodies, how is it they're possibly going to have any respect for me? Now, look, guys, I know not every single time is that true. I mean, you can come across somebody who's incredible at what they do, and maybe they're just absolute slobs, but maybe that it doesn't matter. They've just essentially put 100% into being a really good whatever, whatever it is that they do. But for the most part, you will be judged by how you look, and you know that's the way it works. And whether you like it or not, it's a fact. So either be in, pro- in, in process of Phys- uh, you know, improving yourself physically, or you know, keep yourself, maintain yourself in great physical condition. That's the one thing I tell every time I have somebody who's in their 20s, man or woman. And I'm talking to them on the coach uh, on the calls. You know, they'll call and they'll ask questions or the email or whatever. I, you know, they're always asking me for some fundamental, like, what are the 10 things or five things? You know, people ask questions like that all the time, and I always say, don't get fat. <laughs> don't get fat. Don't just assume because on average people gain three to five pounds every single year or wherever the hell it is that you have to too. Don't participate in it. Getting fat is, you know, voluntary like everything else. It's, you know, your choice. You're in control of it. I will strongly suggest that if you do find yourself in a situation where you're overweight and you're finally sick of it, the Essentially, it's been proven every which way but Sunday that if you do a low-carb Atkins-type diet, you will lose weight. Research it on your own, and you'll discover that it's true. Next point, Julie. All right, next point is number 16, budgeting time and money. Budget your time and your money. Tell me how you use your time and how you spend your money, and I'll tell you where and what you'll be 10 years from now is what Napoleon wrote. Take regular inventory of yourself to learn how and where you're spending your time and money. The secret of getting things done is do it now. Time is too precious to be wasted on arguments and discontent. Some mistakes are able to be corrected except uh, the mistake of wasting time. So when time is gone, it's gone forever. That's a thought we could probably do a whole week of podcasts about. But he's talking about actually knowing what's going on with both your time and your money. I highly recommend using mint.com for your money management. It's super easy to set up, and it is literally a dashboard for what's happening in your financial life. It's at a glance. It's one screen. It takes one time to set it up. It's awesome. So use mint.com for your money. And then, of course, one of the things we're working on in Premier Coaching, Tim, is this uh, time management concept that comes up a lot and different schedule hacks 
for efficiency, and none of them have to do with multitasking. So budgeting time and money, I think Napoleon is spot on about that. And we have one more point with the time we have left, if you're ready, Tim. Hoorah, do it. Okay, number 17, cosmic habit force. Boy, that sounds cosmic, right? The use of cosmic habit force, Napoleon wrote. It takes a habit to replace a habit. All of your successes and failures are results of habits that you have formed. The orderliness of the world of natural laws gives evidence that they are under control of a universal plan. For every result, there is a cause, and results are brought about through the use of cosmic habit force. First you create a habit, then it creates you. Now, at the risk of getting all cosmic and the secret and all of that kind of stuff, I want to make this really practical and applicable so people don't think that just sending a thought into the universe is going to make them multimillionaires, okay? I don't think that's what Napoleon had in mind. Now, here, Julie, everybody but people in um, California, if we're being honest, <laughs> everyone in the rest of the country was going like, what the hell did Julie just said? Put a thought in the universe. Yes, guys, there are a lot of people that they, <laughs> and this is, this is a phenomenon. I'm making fun of Californians. We love you guys. We have lots of you as coaching clients, just having some fun. But there are a lot of people out there and uh, you know, who actually believe that the way you accomplish things is if you meditate it, uh, on it long enough that somehow magically it's going to be like going on Amazon and ordering a book. It's just going to arrive at your doorstep. And the secret, which was very well done as far as a production of a, you know, a concept, which did borrow heavily from Napoleon Hill, the one thing that they really screwed up on the secret was the taking action part. Napoleon Hill was all about taking action. We're all about taking action and all this sitting around and thinking about meditation type stuff. That's fantastic, but it will never replace taking massive action. So, Julie, go ahead. Yeah, well, that was the last point, and I think that you know there is a great book called Habit Stacking that does honor the whole uh, idea of it takes a habit to replace a habit. I think that that's more congruent with what Napoleon really was talking about. And we have so many discussions about that whole time management thing that when you work sporadically, you get cash spurts, but when you work consistently, and that doesn't mean that you're working 40 to 60 hours a week necessarily, but it does mean that the time that you spend on your real estate practice should be spent in the core practices, which is generating business, following up, pre-qualifying, present, negotiate, close, lather, rinse, repeat. Those are the habits that we're really talking about to get you to those goals that you deserve, assuming you've done the work and you've helped enough people. So I think that's our conclusion to Napoleon Hill's 17 fundamental principles and his laws of success. Your homework is to think about what resonated with you, what you can adopt and adapt for yourself, what habits you want to maintain, or what habits you want to drop, what habits you want to add on so that you can be living those 17 laws of success. Remember, Napoleon didn't just throw this together. He actually studied successful people over the ages. He said, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I'm just going to see what works, and then I'm going to write about it. So to this day, we're living that life, and we have Napoleon Hill to thank for that. So that's why we wanted to highlight this over our last podcast series. Back to you, Tim. Yes, thank you, Jules. I know you need to go to the Premier Coaching Call. So listen, all of you guys listening live who need to are our Premier Coaching clients, make sure you attend Julie's call live. It happens every single day, but Thursday. And on Thursday, of course, Coach Rochelle will talk about REOs, BPOs, and short sales. Listen, if you guys have yet to grab your free copy of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, we've made it super simple. All you have to do is go to Free Coaching Calls for Agents. Dot com, and it's one of the six books that we give you for free. Now, you guys can hop on over to Amazon and buy these books if you'd like to. I mean, we make like seven bucks every time you do, but 
don't, just go ahead and download the book for free. It's right there when you go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Or if you're over on our website right now listening to us, you can then uh, just scroll to the bottom of the post here, and you can see the little box. You just put your contact information in, and you'll get those books instantly emailed to you. Now, in addition to that, you will be entitled to a uh, coaching call with one of our new member coaches. And what they're going to do is they're going to help you get into one of the books, which is um, the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is our interactive business plan. And they're going to take you right to what I think a lot of you will agree is the most important part, your lead generation plan. So fill out the form, grab the books, um, there's six of them, and then schedule yourself for a, a coaching call with one of our new member coaches. They're going to focus you in on helping you get started on your lead generation plan. Do that immediately. If you've not yet done it, do it. Don't waste time looking for the silver bullet, guys. We have laid the path out right in front of you. All you have to do is follow in the footsteps of others. It is always the quickest way to success is by emulating those that have come before you. Remember what the old saying, smart man learns from his mistakes, a brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others. The same can be said for when you're trying to obtain success. Just do what other people have done, and you'll obviously certainly accomplish it quicker with a lot less work. If you guys need us for anything, email me directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.